what's that what's that saying that we love a comfort zone is a beautiful place but nothing nothing ever grows there hello everyone and welcome to another episode of to be honest podcast my name is cara and my name is amanda and i hope you are having a beautiful friday or whatever other day of the week that you're listening to this episode for about half a second there i was like hun it is not friday it is a wednesday (laughs) but then i realized i realized we're trying to be on our bullshit and try and record in advance look here's the thing we're recording this nine days before it's gotta go up look we are never mind the fact that i still have to finish the episode that's going up in a day and a half (laughs) it's it's fine we're gonna ignore that let's just like gloss over that fact it's Uh fine what how have you been oh um that's kind of a loaded question because i feel like i've been equally really great and also really not great how about you is that what you have to be honest about this week that you that you're both um no that's just how i am Mm -hmm. how are you i'm i'm fine i'm fine just fine i like i mean yeah okay yeah i love that i'm i can't really say that i'm feeling great today okay can't say i'm feeling awful all right so fine it is fine it is doll yeah love that (laughs) (laughs) what do you have to be honest about this week look i have to be honest about the fact that olivia rodrigo's sour album still fucking slaps and i can't stop listening to it i have not listened to that album in so long this is the thing i had like a little break like when it first came out i was listening to it so much and then i had a break and about last week I was like, what do I feel like listening to? I feel like I don't have anything to listen to right now. How about a little bit of Olivia Rodrigo's Sour? And I was like, wait, I wouldn't say there's no skips on the album. I wouldn't say that either. There's two skips on the album. Wait, what are your skips? My skips are Enough For You and Uh One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. You skip One Step Forward? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's my second least favorite. Enough For You is my least favorite. Okay. But I don't skip any other songs. Is Enough For You triggering? I'm surprised you don't find it very triggering. I don't. I don't. I find favorite crime triggering. Okay. And happier triggering. Yeah. But like, I don't even feel triggered that much when I listen to them now. I'm just like, fuck, these are great songs. Yeah. They're so good. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I've been listening to it nonstop. I haven't listened to anything else for like the past few days and it's been great. Wow. I know. Maybe I need to have another moment with it. I think you do. Maybe tonight when we go for a drive, we should listen to it and you can like fully immerse yourself in it with okay, me. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Anyway, what do you have to be honest about this week? <laughs> what do I have to be honest about this week? Great question. Mm. I think I have to be, and this is very on topic. Okay. So, and it's a positive. Oh. You looked a bit scared then. So I'm I was so tell you worried. It's okay. I have to be honest about the fact that I fucking love living on the Gold Coast. Oi, that is some fucked up kind of tea. (laughs) The reason why I kind of this week have really kind of figured this out or not figured it out because I've known, Mm. but, you know, like realized it Mm. is because I had a friend up from Melbourne for 10 days. She was staying with us. And so we're kind of like showing her around, like taking her to all the best spots. And yeah, it's kind of like I think when you see – a place through someone else's eyes that doesn't live there Mm. it's really it makes you kind of like see it in a different in a different light I guess yes so yeah I was just like driving around and I was like oh my fucking god I love living here I mean it is it is problematic as fuck around here lately it is 
kind of a lot, but I do love it here. Yes. I think when you have people come and visit you as well, it really puts into perspective all the amazing things that we have to do here that we probably don't appreciate enough in our day-to-day life because we don't, you know, do them as much. Like my dad's visiting at the moment and the amount of things (laughs) that I have planned to do with him, it's like Mm -hmm. I would never usually do that much in a week. But it makes you appreciate all the things that you do have to do. Well, yeah. And it's also just like things become so normal to you. Like obviously like we go to the beach like a few times a week in terms Mm. of like just like for walks and stuff like that. Mm. But when my friend was here, I was going down like walks more often than that or like going like we went for a hike. And like those are things that I don't do very often. Yeah. And I was like, wait, why don't I? Why do I not do this even though it's winter and it's cold? Why do I not do this? Yeah, fully. Um, So, yeah, it was really interesting. So that leads us perfectly, I feel, Mm. into this week's topic. Yeah. Which is all about moving interstate slash probably very specifically moving to the Gold Coast of Australia because Mm. I know that a lot of people actually want to move here specifically. Yes, it is very, very common to want to move here from other cities in Australia, but also I feel like when people come to Australia from other countries, they're drawn to the Gold Coast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I can definitely see why. I mean, it's like kind of everything you'd want in a city, but without being too big, but it's near the oceans, near the, like near great, uh, like mountains and like mm. hikes and things like that. Totally. It's like very young. It's a very young place. Mm. There's a lot to do. Yeah, it's kind of got a bit of everything. Yeah, totally. It's, it's kind a very, of a random mix. <laughs> it's a desirable place to live and to be on vacation and stuff like that. So yes. I definitely see why a lot of people want to move yeah. here, including the two including of us. us. But if, if you aren't thinking you want to move to the Gold Coast, if you're thinking you just like might want to move anywhere at some point in your life, whether it's like the next even like town over from you the next day a different country like who knows I feel like this episode's going to be relatable to that as well it's just obviously from our experience we both have only ever lived in Melbourne which is where we grew up Mm. and here on the Gold Coast so yeah should we get into it do you want to start with your moving journey yes Amanda (laughs) Ducko so I moved to the Gold Coast from Melbourne about three and a half years ago it was March 20. 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was March 2018. And I had dreamed of moving to the Gold Coast for a long time. I am very much so like a warm climate bitch. <laughs> I wanted to be in the sunshine. At this stage of my life, I was like super into the vegan community. There was a really big vegan community on the Gold Coast. And I really just had this desire to move mm-hmm. here. And actually, my ex-boyfriend and I had a plan to move to the Gold Coast together. He then said to me he didn't want to move to the Gold Coast. And I was like, okay, see ya. It wasn't that simple, <laughs> but like... Basically, I always thought that I would move here with someone else. It was never something I even thought about doing by myself, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then it got to this point where I went through a really rough time where my pop died. And then the next day, my other ex-boyfriend dumped me. (laughs) You really know how to pick them. That is for damn sure. That is definitely like, like... That had to be one of the most fucked up things that ever happened to me. Like, it was just... I don't even know. I didn't even know how to process any of those emotions. Mm-hmm. Anyway, one New Year's Eve, the New Year's Eve of 2017 to 2018, I was in a hot tub with Kara and Ali. Mm. And we we're talking about our goals for the year. And I just said, I think I'm just going to move to the Gold Coast. <laughs> and it was the first time I'd ever said it out loud, like, I'm just going to go. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling you guys and you being so supportive and being like, yes, you definitely should. And then telling 
my mom and my dad and they were like yes you definitely should how long after that conversation on new year's did you tell your parents oh pretty much instantly like pretty much once i had that conversation and i vocalized it i was like i'm going <laughs> and i left literally two months later you left three months later two months later wasn't, march, it, in, wasn't it in march march 12 january to february is one month february to march is two months two and a half months i'll meet you in the middle okay. hon. all right anyway so yes told my work i was like i'm going and i just started to like get the ball rolling and here's the thing I moved to the Gold Coast. Two of my friends had moved from Melbourne a month Mm. prior to me. So I moved in with them. I took my cats with me, drove my car up, and I only had $700 in my bank account. (laughs) It definitely wasn't the best and most intelligent decision at the time. Well, you were quite stressed when you got here. I was very fucking stressed out. It wasn't the most ideal way to start a new life in a new city. (laughs) No. But the thing is that I just really had this desire to try something new. And at the end of the day, I was like, worst case scenario, I hate it and I move back to Melbourne. And that's a very privileged thing for me to say, Mm -hmm. and I totally acknowledge it. But like, that was my worst case scenario at the time. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm just going to give it a crack because it could be the best thing I ever did. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, it is the best thing I've ever done. So (laughs) love that for me. But yeah, I moved up here. I really struggled to find work for like three weeks, could not find a job, did not understand how hard it was to find work on the Gold Coast. It is very, very difficult is something that I have learned since being here. And eventually I found a job that I absolutely hated. (laughs) And eventually after that, I found a job that I really enjoyed at a vegan place. And that's when I started to make friends and connect with people. And Mm -hmm. yeah, since I've been on the Gold Coast, I have lived in four different places and each have been very uniquely different. And I have learned a lot through every situation, but That is essentially, I guess, my journey of moving to the Gold Coast. Mm. At the beginning, it was very difficult with like feeling super stressed about money. I had to loan a lot of money from my parents because I was stressed about paying rent and just like everything, looking after my cats, all of that. But other than that, I didn't really feel challenged in making friends and things like that. I feel like everything really naturally flowed as I got myself settled in. And once again, I have the privilege of doing social media in some capacity. So I was able to meet people there yeah and I think you also met a lot of people through your work in hospital at the time which is obviously quite a social industry yeah and yeah the fact that you were predominant like you and you kind of knew you were going to work in hospital when you moved oh yeah totally so I think that's kind of ideal for meeting people yeah which is why you met so many people that you're now friends with yeah still friends with Yeah. yeah anyway do you want to tell us about your journey moving to the coast my journey moving to the coast well I guess it's funny because like I see like a few similarities between our like our stories, but obviously they're also very different. Mm. So I've only been on the Gold Coast for like what is it like a year and eight months almost. Yeah, like I moved up uh, just before New Year's, going into twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Iconic year to have moved to the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> on the one hand. I didn't have to do any of the Victoria lockdowns. On the other hand, I couldn't see my friends and family for a year. So fun. So fun. Um, But all jokes aside, like, obviously, I was really relieved in a lot of ways, like, for many different reasons. So I basically decided to move because I was coming up pretty regularly Mm. before, like, when you were living here. And so was our friend Emily and Bonnie. And um, I was coming out to visit them because I was working for myself. I was a freelance writer. So I kind of had the ability to fly back and forth and just like work wherever. Yeah. And because I was up here all the time, 
I was obviously like getting to know certain places and getting to know the lifestyle and getting closer with you girls and everything. Mm. And then I remember one time we were here and I was just like, I think I want to move to the Gold Coast. And you were like, yeah, you should. (laughs) Did you think I was going to do it in that moment? I could remember you mentioning it in like June or something when you came to visit. And I was like, yeah, maybe she'll do it. And then when we went to Eden Health Retreat and you were like, I'm going to move mm-hmm. to the Gold Coast. That's when I believed it. That's mm-hmm. when I was like, this bitch fucking A loves me because she's just spent a week with me like at a fucking 24/7. retreat 24-7 and she's not sick of me. And B, I could t- start to tell at that point that you were just like loving the lifestyle, mm-hmm. loving the weather because that was like obviously winter and the winter weather on the Gold Coast mm-hmm. is beautiful. So I was like, yeah, that's when I was like, yeah, this bitch mm-hmm. is definitely moving. Yeah. But I actually didn't expect it to be as soon as you ended up moving. Well, the thing is, is that I'm kind of like, I am an impatient bitch. Like, I just am I in relate. a lot of ways. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't do the, the two to three month and then I'm out kind of thing like you did. But mm-hmm. I did. It was four or five months because I was in a lease back home in Melbourne it obviously was going to end at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of like perfect timing. And like just in terms of like why I decided to go besides the fact that I like the lifestyle up here and I had a lot of close friends up here already, mm. I kind of felt like I had like a dead end in Melbourne in a way. Like I was freelance writing, like I said. I was working from home. I was living with my two friends, but they were building a house and they were going to be moving into that, like their house, their family home where they were going to like – raise children yeah be like can I come along like, they would have been like absolutely not so at least was gonna be up and I was like I don't know where I'm gonna go from here like my other friends kind of didn't want to move out mm. um there was no one I really thought that I'd be able to live with or would want to live with I didn't want to go home to my parents because fuck that no offense mom if you're listening um so I was kind of like it's literally now or never like mm. I feel like why wouldn't I move So it kind of all just like culminated in this general attitude of why the fuck wouldn't I move? Yeah. Like I could, at that time I could take my work with me. Um, I was already planning on moving out of the place I was in. So I was like, okay. And so I just like told my parents, they were like, I remember being at, like I used to have dinner with them every Thursday night and I remember being there and being like, how do you, how would you feel about helping me move to the Gold Coast in December? And they were like, (laughs) huh what and I don't think they thought I was gonna do it Mm. I don't think they really yeah I don't think I don't think my parents really thought I was gonna do it and then they saw how serious I was and I started talking about like when I'm gonna have to start selling my furniture because I literally moved up with only what I could fit in my teeny tiny little Yaris teeny tiny yeah (laughs) um so my car was just like jam-packed with my shit Mm. and yeah, and then I moved up here. My mom drove up with me. It was the most horrific drive of my life, not because I don't like long stretches with my mom, um, because I'm apparently the worst long-haul driver ever. <laughs> and, yeah, I was up here, and then you were already in the apartment. It was super fun. And, mm. like, it honestly, it just, like, went by in a blur. It was yeah. so quick. I can still remember the day you got here, though, because my mom was visiting at the same time mm-hmm. and then your mom came up with you because it was just after christmas it was just yeah. after christmas and i can remember you getting here and running down to see your teeny <laughs> tiny little yaris jam-packed full of shit and i was like oh my god Cara! oh my god yeah. tracy and then we got tian ran and it was just oh, like yeah. the best. iconic uh-huh. i i remember watching the like i wanted to be the one that, like drove into the gold coast so like i remember watching the gps i was like driving in i was on the gold coast highway and obviously at that time i wasn't familiar with anything i was passing like right. now i would notice it in a second uh-huh. but you, do you ever look at things 
through the eyes of how you used to see them yes. before you actually knew where you were or your surroundings. Like mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm driving home, like from like the New South Wales side, I think about that. I'm like, I did not know where I was when I drove in here. Yeah. And I remember looking at the GPS being like, oh my God, why is there so much traffic? Like, why do I, like, I just want to be there. Like I was so excited. Uh-huh. And it was just the best. Like mm. it was so exciting. I... It wasn't that scary. I didn't feel that scared. I did cry when my mom <laughs> left and she's at the airport. Um, but yeah, like it's just, I feel like I just like fit into the the routine of living here quite well and yeah. quite quickly. Yeah, totally. Okay. So now that we have both gone over our moving stories, mm-hmm. we had a lot of great questions about moving. So we're thinking that this episode, we're just going to do mostly unprofessional opinions. Yeah. Except we are kind of professionals because we did move here and we can answer your questions on it. Yeah. So take that. Take that. What's the first question? <laughs> so the first question is, what was the hardest part of moving away from home? For me, it was the pandemic that started three months later. <laughs> Look, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I think for me, to be honest, the hardest part of moving away from home was the financial stress. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like very good with money in general. It's like this area of my life that I really feel like I have a lot of issues with. And we're going to get there one day. Though. We're going to get there. I feel like I am getting there at mm. the moment, which I'm enjoying the process of. But when I first moved up, like I mentioned, it was irresponsible of me, I think, to move up with such little money in my bank account. And it was the first time I had moved out of home and had to pay rent and had to pay bills and all of this kind of stuff. And I think it was just a huge shock to me because I wasn't used to it. So that was definitely the hardest part for me. Part of me is like the pandemic was the hardest part Mm. because obviously I didn't expect to not be able to see my friends and family for a year um I, in case you don't know like australia's borders were literally shut specifically queensland where we live had a very strict border yeah policy so and like still does and still does unless you're new south wales and then you can come right in um <laughs> unless you're new south wales rugby players and then you can definitely come right in <laughs> but yeah basically like i didn't expect that so it was really hard because i i think at first it felt okay because like obviously no one knew how long it was going to go for and then it got like longer and longer and the months kept going and i was like when the fuck is this going to change yeah like, you'd see like a glimmer of hope of like when you might be able to travel interstate and then things would go wrong again and it's just a year is a long time to go without seeing your friends and totally. family. And I'm also very aware of the fact that there are some people, and we know many of them, who are currently separated from their friends and family by, like, you know, they live internationally and stuff like that. So mm. I'm very lucky that I can now usually organize to go and see them. But yeah. that was very hard. And I think, especially if you're thinking of moving interstate, depending on where you live, but if you're planning on moving soon, mm. It's kind of, it kind of sucks that that's something you have to consider. It's like you yeah. never know what border changes are going to come into place. Mm. Like they can change at any time. Totally. Okay, so our next question is, how do you first start getting involved in social meetups slash clubs slash making new friends? Okay, so I think it first of all depends on what your interests are. Mm-hmm. And where you're moving because everything is going to be entirely different. Like, for example, my dad, I mean, my dad's almost 60 but he moved to like a rural coastal town Mm -hmm. and 
there's not much opportunity for him to make friends, for example, because of his age and because of the place that he moved to. There's not a whole lot going mm-hmm. on, right? Whereas for us moving to the Gold Coast, there is a very big social scene. There are so many different like meetups and clubs and things like that. And it's an area that a lot of people move to. So there's more mm-hmm. opportunity. So just keep that in mind. I think the best thing that I recommend is looking up your interests and seeing if there's anything like that in the area, whether that be classes, whether that be meetups, and know that it's gonna be daunting the first time you go and it's gonna cause some kind of nervousness or maybe even anxiety. And you also might not meet someone that you connect with on the first, second, third go, but it's something that you should keep going with because you will eventually meet someone that you can connect with. As an example, like I met a lot of people through the vegan community and like going to vegan meetups and stuff like that. And that's a way that I found that I connected with people as well as that in recent times in the past year, I got involved in social netball and I've made a lot of friends through netball, which has been great. And these are things that I just like learned about through the community of people Mm -hmm. um on the gold coast so i guess that's like my best advice i feel like i'm not the best at giving advice on this because i have had a very privileged experience with meeting people in many different ways but i think that putting yourself out there and getting out of your comfort zone is the best way to go about things if you start a new job where you work with people i definitely would recommend you know if you get along with someone trying to see if they want to like hang out outside of work (laughs) and things like that. Yeah. And I also think that it's, I mean, this is how I made all of my friends was through you, but it's also about, you don't just have to like, if you meet, like if you meet people through someone, you don't have to only then hang out with those people through that person. So true. Like a lot of the friends that I have, like I met through you, but I'll hang out with them one-on-one a lot or like Mm. I'll have my own relationships with them now. And I think that a lot of the time we can kind of feel like if we meet someone in a group, oh, like, you know, I can't ask them to go and get lunch or breakfast or a coffee or go for a walk and stuff like that. But like you can, like you can, even if you've only met them once, if you thought that they were cool or like you got along with them mm. just shoot them a message ask them to get a coffee or go for a walk and i think that that's probably one of the best ways that you can meet people if you have like one friend yes. even somewhere that actually is quite a good way to kind of expand your friendship group totally okay so i have the desire to move far away temporarily but my boyfriend isn't as into it as i am help it's mm. 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 I feel, I feel the tension in this one. (laughs) Yes. Look, I think that my personal advice with this, take this with a grain of salt as someone that has never been in this situation. But actually, you know what? I kind of fucking have been in this situation. Okay. Because I wanted to move to the Gold Coast for two years when I was dating someone. And because he wouldn't commit to going, I just didn't go. Yeah. But, but do you, but do you wish that you did that? I wish that I went, yeah, earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's my point. Yeah. Is like, I think that if your relationship is like strong, that you moving away temporarily because you want to do some soul searching and you want to have a new experience shouldn't impact the relationship. Mm -hmm. And if it does, if your partner isn't supportive in that or if your partner 
if your partner's boundaries are, I don't want to be in a long distance relationship, then I guess that's just something like you kind of have to discuss. Like, I just don't think you should let someone else's desires for their life hold you back with what you want to do with your life. Well, yeah, like I think if you're looking at moving and you're thinking that it'd be really great for you, like great for your development, great for your growth Mm. as a person, like it's something you really see yourself enjoying and I guess like really giving something else to your life. Yeah. It would be a shame if you let, you know, someone else not being interested in that specific thing stop you from doing it. Even though it can be very, very hard. I also haven't been in this situation in any capacity. It would be very hard to choose between a partner and moving. But like you said, I completely agree. I think that there are many different options. There's like you can do long distance, you Mm. can visit each other um, or – Sometimes you might actually have to make the decision to break up if it, if that's what you think will serve you the best in the long run. Because, yeah. like, I just always think in the situation, like, what's going to happen if, like, in 10 or 20 years or three years or whenever, and, and, like, you're not in a position to move anymore for whatever reason. Yeah. And you think, I wish I hadn't moved. Like, I would have regretted it if my boyfriend and I had have worked out and I stayed in Melbourne forever for him. Yeah, exactly. Because moving to the Gold Coast is the best thing I ever did for my personal development. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I love this question. Number four, what ways can I make a new place feel like home? Mm. This is really quite an interesting question, but and I think it's one that a lot of people would be able to relate to because especially if you're renting and, you know, you're not living in like your dream place, it can be hard to like make someone else's, essentially someone else's home feel like your home. Mm. Or if you're renting like a room in someone's house, how to yeah. make that feel like your own. I think that... First and foremost, I think we actually even mentioned this on the podcast before, but making your bedroom, like your personal private space, Mm. exactly the way you want it is really powerful. Yeah. Like, um, you know, even if it doesn't match the rest of the apartment or the rest of the house, just like making it somewhere that you love being, that you love retreating to, that you really enjoy being because, yeah, no matter matter what, you're going to have like your own bedroom, your own space. Yes. What, what do you think? I also think that, like, I completely agree with you. I also think that sometimes these things can come with time, like mm-hmm. as in making a new place feel like home. I also read as like making a new place like new city or new town feel like home. Oh, I feel okay. like is something that definitely comes with time. Like mm-hmm. I didn't feel at home on the Gold Coast for probably a year just really? because Well yeah, because like I didn't know heaps of people at the start. I didn't know my way around and like whereas now I'm so comfortable and mm-hmm. this is like definitely, you know, my space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely feel like that is something to keep in mind as well. That like it's not always gonna feel instantly like Mm-hmm. your comfort zone and like home yeah i think that if you're thinking about the broader sense of like the city you're living in or the area you're living in it can be good to even just like create your own little routine like if you go to get a coffee somewhere you go for a walk or mm. places you like to go those things are what can make a place feel like home yeah. is when you really are familiar with them and you feel really comfortable doing what you're doing yeah for sure okay so do we ever want to go back to living in our birthplace which is melbourne Mm -hmm. i'll let you answer because i feel like it's going to be a quicker answer than mine so no is the answer but i would move to like the great ocean road Mm -hmm. if i my circumstances became that i would i would 
be happy to move back to Victoria, mm-hmm. but I would always want to live near the coast and I wouldn't want to live in a big city. I'm pretty open-minded to where I end up living. I don't have like a set goal of where I want to live like and like settle down or whatever. But I know that if I did go back to Victoria, I would definitely want to live on the Great Ocean Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Great Ocean Road is a beautiful place. So beautiful. I'd love to live there too. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I said before, I've only been here for like, half the amount of time Ducky's been here. I love living here and I definitely can't see myself moving back to Melbourne anytime soon or moving anywhere else anytime soon. Mm. But I don't know because I just feel like I, I do have a lot in Melbourne. I have a lot of family. I have friends. I have my like my friends' kids who mm. I love and who I do kind of hate the fact that I'm not there to see them grow up. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like just like going with the flow. I'm not really thinking about it. I'm kind of the same as you. Like I don't have a set place that I definitely do or don't want to be. Mm. I'm just seeing where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next question is, how do you know if a state or a city is right for you? And I think my short answer to this is you don't until you move there. Yes, I agree. I think that like Cara and I have mentioned, like we sort of moved with the thing of like we could always just move back, which again, privileged thing to say, mm-hmm. but you don't really know. You don't you know? know. Like I thought I would like the Gold Coast, but I didn't know for sure and I just gave it a crack and it worked out. But mm-hmm. I know people who have moved to the Gold Coast and it hasn't worked out and they've moved back to wherever or they've moved mm-hmm. somewhere else, you know. So I don't think that you can really know until you're there. And then once you're there, I think you know based on like, how you feel living there, Mm -hmm. how your day-to-day happiness is. Like, Mm -hmm. are you feeling fulfilled? Are you enjoying what the state or the city has to offer? Like, Mm -hmm. there are so many things, but I think it's like a very intuitive thing. Yeah. And you can't really know until you experience it. Yeah, and if you do have the opportunity to move and you aren't, you know, and you feel that, like, inclination to move, but you're like, how will I know? I think you will know. It sounds so cliche. You will know when you know if it's mm. right or if it's wrong. But I think if you're privileged enough like us to be able to move and like have the opportunity to move back to the place you know that like you know you were comfortable whether it's your birthplace or someone else somewhere mm. else or if you have the opportunity to move yet again somewhere else to a new place you it's still worth doing because I think whether you love love it there or hate it there or anywhere in between you're going to learn a lot about yourself along the way regardless Mm. and you're probably going to really like enjoy the fact that you did it even if it wasn't the experience that you might have envisioned in your head yes totally okay so how do you deal with hard times without your support system nearby I feel like I I definitely have a support system on the Gold Coast. Yeah, I do now as well. Yeah. I think when I first moved, I didn't feel like I had a support system physically, but like (laughs) Cara will tell you, I spent a lot (laughs) of time on the phone crying to her. So I think that for me personally, like I found it enough to have a support system that I could talk to on the phone or FaceTime or anything like that. And over time, I begin began to meet people who became my support system and then my support system moved here. So <laughs> I think that I understand why it would be difficult for some people because some people really require that like physical support system. But for me personally, I just made sure to keep in touch with people who I really loved and cared about and made sure to reach out to them. Like I don't feel any shame about reaching out to people if I feel upset. So like it was very, very 
easy for me personally. Mm. You, I think you can definitely cultivate a support system if that's feel, you feel like if, and if that's something that you feel like is super important to you or that you really need, I think you should definitely try and do that. And that's obviously finding people who you connect with, that you feel really comfortable with, that you feel safe with. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I think that even though we're like, you know, we're very much of the opinion of like, you should move, you should definitely try it. If you don't feel like you're in this, in the place right now where you can leave that support system, where you can leave that, you know, familiar place, mm. it, it's not a bad thing or a shameful thing if you just say, okay, let me see in like a couple of months. Let me see in six months if yeah. it's okay. Like, I think if you really are truthful with yourself, you will know whether you're using that as an excuse to not move because mm. you're fearful, which is fine but like you obviously don't want to live out of fear Mm. or use or just like you know being honest with yourself and saying okay maybe now is not the right time because of my mental health to move yeah um but yeah like i think talking on the phone meeting people where you in a new place like Mm. it's you can definitely create a support system wherever you are yeah okay so the next question is would you ever move out of australia temporarily or permanently i have thought about this in the past Mm. I obviously never did it. Mm. I think that I, now that I've moved here, I could. Yeah. I think I would temporarily move for sure. Oh, yes. Temporarily. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we always say temporarily, but like for all we know. Yeah. It could turn into a It could turn thing. into <laughs> permanently. But yeah, I I agree with you. Like, I, like I've said, I'm very open-minded to where life takes me. I'm very open-minded to living in other places or traveling full-time for a bit or anything like that. But I know that eventually if I wanted to like buy property or like live somewhere permanently, it would definitely be in coastal Australia somewhere. Mm. But yeah, I'm open-minded to where life takes me. Okay, so how do I find the courage to do it? I'm presuming they mean to move. (laughs) And break up with security and routine. I I kind of feel this in a way because I definitely – I felt – like I was leaving security and routine, but mm-hmm. I wanted to leave security and routine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I wanted to go out of my comfort zone. I think that if you can get yourself into that mindset of being excited to, to leave the thing that makes you feel super comfortable, it can be a really empowering feeling because what's that, fr- what's that saying that we love? A comfort zone is a beautiful place, but, but nothing, nothing ever, ever grows, grows there. there. And a comfort zone usually if you're if if you're lucky it's always going to be there to go back to yeah so i think it definitely does take courage but if you can really just put yourself into that positive mind frame and just Mm. like take it as a motivation to leap forward and then do it Mm. you'll definitely be thankful you did yeah and i also think that like security and routine are things that you can also create in a new place just because you leave somewhere that has that doesn't mean that you won't be able to find it elsewhere and i think that's really important to remember Mm. yeah i completely agree okay so the next question is a very interesting one and i'm interested to hear your thoughts do you think it's inevitable to feel homesick for the first little bit after moving away no I also don't think it's inevitable. I think it's totally fine, totally understandable and not shameful in any way if you do feel homesick. Yeah. But I personally didn't feel homesick. No, I didn't feel homesick for the first little bit. Like every now and again, I'll feel a little bit homesick, but it's not for the place. It's more for the people. Completely. I think, yeah, if anything, now that I'm here and I have like a full life here that I'm super comfortable and I have those moments where I'm like, like, oh, it would be nice to be at home with my mom, that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Rather than the first few months. I think the first few months you're just like living your life, like 
enjoying like everything you're doing and being like, wow, I live in this amazing place. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't think it's like fully inevitable, but I think it's like very valid to feel that way. And I've known a lot of people who have felt that way moving specifically to the Gold Coast that I've met here. So definitely no shame in feeling that way, but just know that if you are fearful when you move, that you're going to be homesick and it's going to be a lot, like it's not guaranteed that you're going to feel that way. Yeah. And and even if you do, you can overcome it. You can get past it. There's there are that's not something you need to be fearful of and it's not something you need to like rule your life around totally okay so what area is best on the gold coast for 18 to 20 year old females specific question but i thought here (laughs) we could dive into places that i guess we would recommend living on the gold coast because the gold coast is a very very big place and most of what you see on social media of the gold coast is like a very specific area of the coast well it's funny because i would say that living in those very specific areas is where you should live yeah that is where you should live but like it's very interesting because I feel like when I was first looking like when I was with my ex-boyfriend when I was first looking at where I wanted to live on the Gold Coast and looking at rentals I was looking at the full Gold Coast you know and it's it's actually so big yeah but you don't realize it until you get here so yes do you want to take it away well I mean I really think that you've got the suburbs of like Mermaid, Miami, Burley, Palmy. Chugan, Karambin, Cooley, right? Yes, Kira. Kira. But like those are the ones that you see on social media. Those are the ones where, you know, I guess I think I think it's mostly young people that live in those areas. I would say it's a very like young family kind of vibe from Mermaid Beach down to Coolangatta. Mm-hmm. But it also could be the bubble we live in. Mm. But yes, it's definitely Southern Gold Coast is kind of like where you tend to get the best beaches it's less suburbia and more like yeah yeah it's it's like a small city vibe and i think that if you're i mean obviously it depends on like what type of person you are if you're between like those ages you could be super into like partying or you could be like us and be super into playing board games and you know watching watching survivor and (laughs) farmer wants a wife (laughs) but um you know, I think that it's kind of like a mini city vibe in those areas we just mentioned. I personally would recommend, like, if someone asked me where they should move, I would say anywhere in those areas is yeah probably ideal. Yeah. Just for, like, all the places to eat, all the things to do. There's so many different, like, hobbies, like, or activities going around. So Yeah. And you can also go a little bit inland from those suburbs as well. Like, 10 minutes inland, there's still, like, lots of suburbs there that are still you know you're still close to the beach and still close to lots of things going on but definitely southern gold coast is uh, where it's at where it's at okay so our last question is what has changed in your lives since moving and do you have any pros and cons okay so my life has changed a lot (laughs) (laughs) i have had really interesting experiences since moving to the gold coast and I guess one of the main things that has changed for me is my creative career. I don't think I would be where I am in my creative career if I hadn't moved to the Gold Coast because it's presented a lot of opportunities for me. I've talked about in the past, there is a lot of creative people on the Gold Coast and that is something that I really, really appreciate about it. There's a lot of people working for themselves and I just feel like I have learned a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I'm working three jobs right now that I love and I really enjoy and I'm feeling like I'm creatively growing, which is great. 
Another thing that I found really interesting about moving to the Gold Coast is I met a lot of different people that I had never met before. And I also dated different people. (laughs) Yes, you did. And I had like probably almost a two year break from dating. No, maybe like a year and a bit. Yeah, a year and a bit of a break from Mm -hmm. dating. Because as I mentioned, I got dumped and then moved to the Gold Coast. (laughs) And I had a little bit of a break. And then I, I guess, just decided to dive right back in. And yeah, I had a lot of interesting experiences which helped me grow a lot so that has been really great as well I also have had this like huge shift and focus on sisterhood in my life which I really really appreciate like I have such an amazing group of friends here on the coast and it just feels surreal a lot of the time that I have really created this life for myself and yeah, it's just it's just really good. Like I feel really proud when people come to visit who have known me for years and years because I feel like I have grown into a better mm-hmm. version of myself. I would say if I had to talk about the cons, the only con, which is something that I've talked about a bit before, is that I think my insecurities have become worse in terms of the way I physically look and my insecurities with that. And... I think that has to do a lot with the Gold Coast culture. Like even when my dad comes to visit, he's like, what the fuck? Like everyone here is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, I completely agree. And I do think that that has made me compare myself to others more than I did when I lived in Melbourne. That's something Mm -hmm. I'm constantly working through, but genuinely the only con that has come from moving everything else, it has just been you know the most fulfilling experience I've grown so much I feel way more connected to myself and to the people around me which is really beautiful Mm. Mm. I completely agree that I feel like there's only like a one con for me which is that I miss my family and my friends Mm -hmm. um for the most part I pretty much only like miss my my mom and my friends and her two kids (laughs) and I'm just like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I have every couple of every couple of months I'm like, oh my god, like what am I gonna do if I live here forever and like I just miss them forever. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm just like blissfully happy up here and I'm so glad I moved. And there isn't any other cons really. I think that for me, one of the biggest things has been just like the internal shift. Because I guess my life hasn't changed all that much like you mentioned sisterhood I already had like quite a good big focus on like female friendships Mm. and friendships in general when I lived in Melbourne I I mean my job has changed since I moved up here I for about eight months I was working for myself but then I recently well not even recently a year ago I got a full-time job Mm. and that's definitely changed but I've really enjoyed like you know the changes that have come with that and the way that like I have a better work-life balance and just everything great that comes with having a regular paycheck. Mm. Um, But yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is that I feel like lighter. I feel more confident. I feel like more fulfilled and Mm. just like better in myself. And I think that besides the fact that I am just living what I feel like is a dream every day and like living in such a beautiful place, I feel like this is something that really helped me realize that I can I, like, I'm not I don't have to live out of fear I can move I can do anything I really want to do mm. and I can deal with whatever might come my way because yeah. the past year and a half hasn't been the easiest thing in the world like there have been many times for both of us where we felt sad down anxious and I think doing that away from like your hometown and your like comfort kind of area is a whole different experience Mm. but it has only made me like a stronger more confident person I think in the end 
Love that, my darling. And that sounds like (laughs) a really beautiful way to end today's episode. I think it is. Yeah. As always, (laughs) you can follow us on Instagram at tbh.pod. Every week we'll post some questions for the next topic we're discussing. And we'll also ask you what you have to be honest about this week. So make sure you follow us so you can answer those questions. You can also find my beautiful co-host Kara Aridi on Instagram at Kara Aridi. And you can find me on Instagram at Amanda Ducks. We really appreciate you being here and supporting our podcast. So thank you so much. If you're listening on Spotify, we'd love if you could follow the pod. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd love if you could subscribe and rate and review us. We look forward to being in your ears next Friday morning and hope you have a really beautiful week. Good night from the Gold Coast. Good night. (laughs)